0: Welcome to the Latin Dancing Diary podcast where we explore the world of Latin music and dance through dancers experiences and journey.
1: This podcast is all about authentic unfiltered conversations on Latin dancing. We are not funded by any music or dancing institution.
0: Just the host and the guests sharing their journeys, opinions, and tips to help you to become a better dancer. Our advice comes straight from the heart.
1: Since the hosts are based in London, UK, you will find that most of our references are pretty much localized. Whether you are a seasoned pro or a beginner just
0: starting out, this podcast is for anyone who loves the rhythm, passion, and excitement of Latin music and dancing.
1: So grab your dancing shoes, turn up the music, and let's get started. Let's dance it out!
0: Mastering partner dancing is not just about steps. It's all about the connection between you and your partner. This is where the magic of social dancing truly lies. And the key ingredients for this recipe are leading and following.
1: In this episode, we are excited to share with you the top techniques for leading and following, as well as the essential ingredients for a seamless dance partnership. When two people are dancing together in close proximity, it is simply impossible to move in sync if each person is making their own decisions and timing their own steps independently. The key to a successful partnership is perfect coordination with one person leading and the other one following.
0: Confidence is something that every dancer builds over time on the dance floor. However, there is always that lingering question in the back of your mind. Did I do well? Did my dancing partner enjoy the dance? Unfortunately, it's not always an easy question to answer.
1: Through the use of body language and other signals, you can create a truly magical dance experience that will leave you and your partner feeling connected and exhilarated. But don't take our word for it. Let's hear from an expert in the field.
0: We are excited to have a special guest with us today, who will help us to dig deeper into the art of social dancing, leading and following. He hails from one of the most famous Latin dancing cultures, and he began his journey at a very young age of nine as a South American folk and Kelly style dancer. He has since traveled the world as a soloist, showing Kay's his passion and talent on numerous TV shows.
1: At the age of 16, he returned home to train with the Imperio Juvenil, one of the most successful dance schools in the world, based in Colombia. Our guest proved himself to be one of the best, winning several competitions with the school. This experience inspired him to come to London, UK, where he founded his own academy, Los Rumberos. It is our pleasure to introduce the one and only Santi Santi Hernandez. Hernandez.
2: Thank you, thank you. How are you today? Very good,
1: very good. Thank you, just glad to be here. Lovely. We're very happy to have you. So right off the bat, why did you decide to start dancing? Um... this was 15, 16 years ago now,
2: where I did my, my first um, show. This was for an international day in, in my primary school with uh, my brother, where my mom decided to to try and teach us about our culture. They, she um, decided to try and make a choreo that she just copied off of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And me, my brother, and one uh, female friend, we made a, a little routine that we presented In primary school, on International Day, and um, other parents liked the show, and so they asked my my mom at the time. They said if we had an academy, she said no, like you should make one, and so she did. And then from there, we have been um, making choreos like from like in the beginning with my mom copying choreographies from YouTube, like uh, Colombian folk dances, until we started charging like a monthly fee and then we could get other teachers to come in, and that's how my dance journey started,
1: really. That's really amazing, that's really nice, and I like that you mentioned about your mom wanting to sort of draw from elements of culture, because that was actually going to be my next question, if you could tell us a little bit about the meaning of salsa, or the meaning of dancing in general, in Colombian culture. In, <clears throat> in Colombia and, and I think
2: in most of South America dance is a very social um, event where in every party that you go to, birthday party, Christmas and weddings, on the street even um, there's always music playing and the music that we listen to like salsa is very upbeat, very <clears throat> has loads of energy so it's really hard to stay still with the music so you grab your partner and then you start dancing and Dance is, is an amazing way to connect with people and just have fun, do your music, however you want to do them. And I think that's what baseline dance should be. should be a way for you to just have fun with music by yourself or with a pun.
1: I really agree with that. And yeah, I, I couldn't have put it any better. So, am I right to say that salsa is your favorite style?
2: 100%,
1: yeah okay and why is that just because it's it's so rooted in culture or are there other reasons why you like it so much
2: i think i think um i think the salsa shows are the best in the sense of uh in the aspect of impactfulness and power and and just like it's very well-rounded like if you were to see a colombian group with 10 couples doing a salsa show that you your minds would just Mm -hmm. Be blown with all the lifts and the speed and everything, and salsa music. I I, I might be a little bit biased, but I think salsa is one of the best uh, musical genres there is. It's just so complete. You can have really meaningful and deep salsas. You can have romantic salsa. You can have very happy and upbeat salsas. So it covers um, everything really. And I always
0: been wondering: Do you have in Colombia? Do you have any other? dances, apart from
2: uh, the Kelly style. In Colombia, we also dance this rhythm, which is bugaloo And it's funny, sorry, Boogaloo, so it's bugaloo originally is like a it's cha-cha-cha, but more from New York. and But we also call the dance Boogaloo, It's completely different. Um, and the reason is because when the music, the Boogaloo music came from New York to South America, uh, the DJs would speed it up, mm-hmm. so then it would be much more upbeat. So it, yeah. the dance is very different, but it's still on the upbeat thing. Um, so we have bugaloo, we have folk dance like cumbia, like cumbia is one of the most also famous Colombian <clears throat> um, dances that there is. The elegance with uh, the big dresses and sombreros of the guys. Um, we also dance other countries, dances like bachata, um, but yeah no we have we have uh, <laughs> loads of music recently i
0: started to dance with you and i was really impressed by the way you teach and that's make me wonder if you have from where you inherited this type of teaching do you have like an ideal instructor you you're following or some sort of methodology of teaching
2: that you are following um i think i have because i've like i've always been a student and i continue to to be a student so I can, I've always um, seen and taken in how, what works when teachers, like, cause everyone has a different way of teaching. So I would try and get all the best bits, I guess, of all the best ways I felt like I learned from teachers. Um, also I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say there's like one teacher or one <clears throat> person that I really learned from, but I would say the majority is from Colombia cause in Colombia they're very disciplined and strict. And um I like this way. Yeah. Yeah. And, um but then other other teachers focus on on teaching with the music instead of with counts. Other you know, so I would, I would try and take a little bit from everyone and try and implement that in some way or another into my teaching. And yeah, just ho- hopefully it works. Recently you started
0: school called Los Romberos. Is it the right pronunciation for the name first? Los
2: rumberos, yes.
0: Yes. Can you tell us more about it?
2: What yes. is achieved with it? So, what are you teaching there? So, and the academy has actually been going on for 15 years, I think. This year it would be now. Wow. Um, wow. But it was called uh, gotita de sabor. So it, the translation would be drops of flavor, droplets of flavor, because we were all kids and younger, yeah. so it fitted more. um but then like we started growing up and then more people started joining. So the name wouldn't fit that much anymore. Like yeah. a group of teenagers would come out and go, this is how it sounds cute. Mm-hmm. So we had to try and come up with, with another name. And uh, yeah, we ended up coming up with a lot of umbrellas. That must've been around 2015, 16, when we changed the name. Yep. And we've always tried to teach a variety of things. Like before COVID, we were teaching tango, bachata, ballet, salsa, um, folklore, so Colombian folklore. Um, but because of COVID, like when COVID happened, we we obviously had to shut everything down, like everyone else. Loads of students left, and <clears throat> with all the restrictions, it was really hard to like continue that same system that we had. So basically, from as soon as we could do lessons again, coming back from COVID um it's only been me teaching salsa like we've only been teaching salsa up until now um, but i it, it's in the future how can I phrase that out? we want to try and keep that same system that we had before so like in the future teach teach other styles and other rhythms and include ballet because ballet is a really important aspect of dance that, that I like to implement.
0: And and who, who can actually join this uh, school? Like everyone, or are you
2: targeting age, a specific age or a specific level? So uh, as long as you're above the age of five, breathe oxygen and want to dance, <laughs> you can join. I like this. <laughs> you can join. Yeah, yeah. we've had... Um, so my younger sister actually started from the age of four, and we've had people in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Actually, I have a student now, and she... And she's always um bragging because she's in the sixties, and you know my lessons
1: right yeah, so Santi, I'm gonna ask you the one million dollar question, okay. Yeah. I think that one of the main concerns, both as a as as leaders and followers, is how do we know that my partner is having a good time when we dance together? And even more, as leaders, for argument's sake, because all three of us are leaders. What can I do? What can we do to make sure that we're giving the follower an enjoyable dance, in your opinion? OK, so the first part to your question is the how do you
2: know? So this is... Uh, depends on, on your partner, because some people don't like to show when they're having fun, but they might be. They might be. But normally, like if, if you're having fun and they're smiling, then that should be good enough for, for anyone because um, people tend to have this <clears throat> um, thought on social that you need to try and do all your best combinations and mm-hmm. just do all this crazy stuff. And, you know, like Some of my best dances have been with, um, I would say, improvers, and this improver, uh, older generation of followers. Like, they just dance and we just have fun. Like, there's no need to be doing complicated stuff. We're just dancing and, and like, feeding off one, and ch- um, one another. Um, so yeah, like if, if they're smiling and and there's, there's that connection when you dance, then you can feel safe that you're both having fun. As to how, so what I like to do is you'll never see me doing more than two turns in a social. I never do triple turns and I, I think all of that's just too much. What, what I like to do is do either weird combinations like combinations that are not common even though they might be easy but things that are that the followers are not really used to. That way I catch them off guard and, and you know they have that like element of surprise and, and they have fun. Or, or I like to literally just joke about um with with my my partner. There's like um uh yeah so just like how can I explain it without actually showing for example I would trap her arm with my arm but then ask ask for it knowing that I've trapped it with my other arm. Mm. And they obviously can't give it to me. You know, stuff like that, just like being playful, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because dance is is not to be taken so seriously all the time. You know,
0: it's have a conversation that. while you are dancing. Then That's makes me think this way. No,
2: no, 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 no conversation. No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so it's more think... like a body, uh, like a dancing conversation through exactly. the.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's just being playful. Just be, just be playful, and yeah, don't sweat It doesn't have to be um, anything complicated.
0: Okay, and and I'm I'm glad that you mentioned something about the advanced uh, moves and the turns. So, what would you say to people when they think like, "I need to know some sort of five, six move or a number of moves before I start dancing"? Do they think this
2: is the right way of thinking about social dancing? Uh, no, no, not at all. I I remember the first time. So, I I I was learning choreographies before I learned how to social dance these are two very different things um like there is you could teach someone a choreo and you just um repeat it until they they get it but then that doesn't mean they know how to dance socially they wouldn't know how to improvise or they just know the choreo that you've taught and that that used to be me i used to know various choreographies but i remember the first time i went onto the dance floor this was in 2014 in uk dance congress and um And I literally went and I danced with this older lady, and I didn't know anything. I just, Hmm. I was just doing, I guess, some of the moves that I had in my career, but wrong technique, wrong everything. And, um, but but she had fun. So, as for guys, I I know it's very scary to go on to dance for literally ask someone to dance, knowing that you don't, you feel like you don't know much. Um, but actually, an exercise that I get my intermediate dancers to do is as a warm-up and make them dance in a closed position so they're not allowed to disconnect and to dance the whole song like that. Just the whole song in a closed position, basic, cross body, reverse, none like of that. So that way you learn to dance with the music because you're, you're now stuck in your closed position. So you're not able to have, to like disconnect and maybe just do the, the combinations that you know. Whereas if you're stuck in the closed position, you now learn how to connect with the partner. You know how to move to the music. And yeah, you just learn how to to dance because to dance, you could do one dance with just basic, 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 basic. And that should be enough. You don't need to know uh, five,
1: six, ten moves. You don't, you don't need that. That's just a bonus, to be honest. Hmm. Um, among all, of, all the things that you said, there is two things that have really sort of Permitted with me, I quite like that you mentioned the playfulness element when dancing. Yeah, and I also yeah. quite like that you talked about um, with the various uh, dance classes that you've attended, with the various dance teachers that you've met. You've sort of picked the elements of their teaching that you liked the most. And I feel like, as someone who's learning myself, I not to teach, but I'm just learning to dance. I do the same, I, I sort of go to classes and I pick from different teachers and different classes, like the elements that I like the most. How does this translate when it comes to leading and following? Like how, what's your approach to leading and following? Um, both given your background, given the playfulness that you like to give to it, and given all of these sort of combination of classes and teachers that you've encountered. Uh,
2: yes, so one i taking from all of the lessons that I've um, I've taken is is yeah. as for leaders, you because you're the one that's leading, the follower is always the one that needs to be comfortable, and and so it's your job to make them have a good time and like feel comfortable in the sense of I've seen guys <clears throat> um, prioritize their combination over the follower. What does this mean? This means In order, they don't care about how the followers feeling. They just want to do their super advanced combination, Mm -hmm. and they they rush the lady or like put put her in an uncomfortable position just to do their combination when it shouldn't be like that. Like combinations are there um, for when the followers are able to do it. Like I wouldn't get a a beginner dancer and then start doing all of my complicated stuff because then she wouldn't know what to do. So then how could she have fun with me? Whereas um, when I'm dancing with someone, I first do basic stuff to see what level she is and what she can follow and what she can't. And then I just go off that. And then I try and give her you know, the, uh, the best time while we are dancing to a to song.
0: I'm just conscious that we're focusing very much on how the leader is leading. But mm. what if we flipped it and we thought about Ladies as well ask questions about, or they doubt that they have given the leaders the best dance they have. So, mm-hmm. how would you rate this? How would you uh, come back to the lady that you were dancing with and say, Thank you for the dance? You were fantastic in doing one, two, three, four. How mm-hmm. would you rate that, or how would you describe that?
2: So, no, it's really simple. So, just like it's the leader's job to lead, it's yes. the follower's job
0: to follow. So if she didn't follow, that's mean that you didn't do the job or you didn't uh... Yeah, no,
2: so so um yeah, so, so this and this can open up in in lots of different ways, like um with with girls that are not in the like South American background or in the dance background, and they get into um following and they always tend to be European, they say oh, but why why is the guy the leader, and I'm the follower? why can't I lead
1: exactly yeah,
2: and and it's taken standoffish like it's a it's a it's a like it's a power play like we need to fight for the power and it's not like that i'm like oh, yeah and so what i explained to them is um if we are both leading how can we do anything yeah whereas because i'm the one that's leading you can then follow my moves we can actually have a dance because we're in connection whereas if you want to do something but i want to do something else we're never going to accomplish anything and it's not just because I'm leading you, it's I'm controlling you. That's that's very different. That's why we say it's leading, because I am leading you to do, for example, single turn, double turn, or whatever. And um, salsa has always been a dance where, as the guy, as the leader, you want to show off the lady. You want to you make her look
1: mm-hmm.
2: like... Um, like yeah. yeah, like so like, for example, in the crossbody, we are the ones that we step out of the way And we allow the lady to cross and we're the ones that step out so i I like to see it like that um or we could go in the different direction of when girls don't know how to follow they and they want to lead themselves this Mm -hmm. also becomes uncomfortable for the leader because and i've had this many times Right, i'm dancing with a girl and it's not that she's a beginner she's an intermediate level dancer but for example i lead a single time but she wants to do a double or a triple for whatever reason i don't know if it's because uh, she wants to impress or whatever i then have lost all my power of leading now you are dancing by yourself so mm-hmm. then why i just said to him like, okay you want to dance by yourself then dance by yourself then i'm just going to do my shines my footwork and you do your foot and then i try again and she continues to lead herself. okay then then if you want to dance by yourself then dance by yourself whereas if we're in connection there is mm-hmm. a leader and there's
1: a follower on with a good good reason mm. You just mentioned a very, very important, very key word in dancing right there, which is connection. How do you establish and how do you maintain this connection with a follower? With, or how would you describe connection? Let's
0: describe what is connection connection.
2: Connection you have, so I would say there's two types of connection, there's physical connection where i'm literally grabbing and turning and holding you know where where i place my hand on the lady and there is also connection of um feeling so connection whereas i i am we're now in the same place where we are feeling either excited or happy that we're dancing together or we like the song and you know um so yeah so there's those two types of connection feeling and physical with physical you can practice in classes that's what we technique where you have to hold each other correctly correct position the correct tension all of that and feeling wise it's it's more and at this point i feel like people have lost um is actually connecting with the music and with your partner on the dance floor where you just go and people are like robots they're just doing the combinations they learn in, in classes and that's not the point of dance the point is you are dancing with another human being who also wants to dance. That's why they are there. Um, so, yeah, so it's just like relaxing and, and having fun. I think because it's become so common to, you know, do lessons and and people are learning combinations and that that the feeling and the connection that we have with our dance point has been watered down severely, where people don't even look at each other in the eyes when we're dancing. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, so...
0: No, no, that's 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 something that we we actually spoke about in one of the episodes. In is, many episodes, actually. Yeah.
2: We...
0: Which is, you need to before you start anything, you need to connect to the music and then connect to the partner, and then start slowly. Learn more about your partner, and you don't have to start with the perfect combination or the perfect moves. You need to start with basic moves that helping you to to understand more about. The partner uh, that you're dancing with, mm. so I I think we hundred percent here agree with you on this, but maybe we'll, another thing we would like to talk about is the common mistakes that you you see from followers and from leaders. Mm. Yeah, so let's tackle follow uh, leaders first. Let's start by the leaders. What's the common mistakes that you find people doing on the dance floor?
2: Uh, yes, so as as leaders, so like I mentioned before, like prioritizing your moves. If you want the uh, yeah. follower, mm-hmm. so it's very, very, very important that you dance with your follower and not just do the things that you, you want to do yourself. So you you go to the ability of your follower always, because okay. that's what's important about the dance. And um, second is is knowing knowing when to do certain moves. So for example, if the song is time and it's the intro. And guys are just already going super crazy, double turns, like, no. So that's what connection with the music means. When people say, yeah, let's connect to the music, they don't actually know what, how to do it or what we're talking about. Yeah. So when you connect to the music, it's the music is telling you what to do. Because that's how dance originates. So first was music, and then dance came in, Because we are dancing to the music. So um, that's what I feel like leaders don't do. They don't dance to the music. All they hear is... One two three four five six seven eight the whole choreography. This is what they hear. Seven eight one two. Instead of intro, the verse, and the chorus, and then the munduno, and then another verse, and then outro. Right. So like that. Do
0: you think this um, is the problem of the 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 students or the problem with the teachers because they are really focusing on the counts and most of the time? Uh, no, it's it's always
2: time. it's always the teachers' fault. Always always the teacher falls always
0: always yeah i'm glad that you mentioned it because this is my point of view as well like Mm -hmm. you go to classes uh, especially when people transition between dancing on one and on two Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, people really focusing on the count and they don't hear the music they don't hear the rhythm they all Mm -hmm. they hear is the count and when you 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 try to have the conversation they always okay which move should i do in which count more than Mm -hmm what is the rhythm that i'm dancing to mm. so i'm i'm glad that you mentioned that um what about the mistakes from the follower's side what would you say the common mistakes that you see
2: with the followers um i think it's got more to do with um the attitude towards leaders. Like yeah that. because because as a follower like of course we will make mistakes when we're dancing like that's fine um but i feel like it's more on the lines of for example if you're a follower and you've been dancing whatever two three years and you're an intermediate to advanced dance and you get a dancer a complete beginner and yeah. and i've seen this many times and you become snobby or like you yeah. you make it clear to them that you don't want to dance with them, and i feel like that's horrible and yeah, as, as a leader, because I've also been there, you're in such a vulnerable position to dance with a, with another female and know that you know and they don't know much. And then they also make you feel terrible. And that's, yeah. Um, also, the attitude of, like, for example, there's leaders that go off time. And again, they show the attitude of, wow, you're going wrong. Or, you know, like, not being supportive or helpful. So, like, something that for example, um, Sasha, who is us, and and I've always like respected her for is that even whoever she's dancing with, she's always smiling. Even if the guy's going completely off time, she's still dancing, and and you know, like because that's what dance is. Like I said in the beginning, just, I
0: experienced that with
2: her. I was
0: completely off time, and she was smiling and just dancing. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and that's what I feel like is the main um, mistake followers have. Is just like the guys trying to you know. Um, make you feel good, it's also your job to make the guy feel good, because you're going to dance within, what, two to five minutes maybe, that's it, mm. it's, it's not hard to just at least pretend you're having a good time, because I, I know there are beginners and beginners that um, don't lead properly and that's fine, but there's no point in making someone feel bad just because
1: you're having a bad dance I think. So, I agree and i like with the point that you've made about it's okay to make mistakes mm. i think if everyone approached social dancing with this mindset everyone would be more relaxed everyone would be more confident and everyone would be more comfortable but let's say that you're dancing with someone and they're quite off time or they keep making mistakes or um their attitude is is not quite what you want how would you approach the situation do you sort of try and pull the follower back into the right timing or would you let them sort of do their own thing would you just keep going with it and trying to have a good time and trying to make the most of the dance or so what's what's your approach what's how how is your sort of yeah what's your approach to this situation
2: yes no so i do a mix of both so um for example if they go off time i always try to put them back onto time Mm but if they're still struggling and i keep trying and they're still struggling then i I just go to their time because i also don't want to make it super clear okay you are completely wrong and i'm just going to dance to my timing so if i've tried like multiple times Mm. and and for whatever reason they're still struggling then i just try and copy them because because like i said it's it's not difficult to just compromise and go off time for one song for for one person
0: Mm. do you remember any funny situation happened to you on the dance floor given this conversation uh,
2: many no many uh, <laughs> one will do one will do for now uh, Okay, so, so, so on the subject of, of like hiding your feelings to make someone feel um, better yeah, um, I, I was at a festival in Hamburg in, in Germany yeah. and I was taking I think it was Fernando Sosa's lesson and it was a massive room, there was loads of people and he said I'll oh, grab one partner and we're not going to rotate because there was no circle yeah. And because I had gone with just one of my boys and and his partner, I had no partner, right so one woman came up to me and she went down to dance with me of course and when i when I went to dance with her and I grabbed her hands, I noticed she had no fingers she had no, okay. like she okay. had no fingers, like no fingers, nothing, and so obviously of course I noticed that, and I tried my best to you okay. know, not react, yeah. But it was a super weird sensation because I I had never met someone with no fingers. Well, anyways, and then we started dancing, and I got over it. And um, because she saw that I was still having a good time, she was really happy and, and smiling. Well, and and uh, it was super super funny because there was this one time where Sosa was like, um, "Okay, guys, this move is super important. You need to grab the fingers," and uh, and I was like, "Oh my days," uh, um, but. I just tried my best, you know, to do the music with her, and it worked. Like somehow it worked, and I guess I she was happy to dance with me yeah. because in the social, she she asked me to dance like two times
0: after it. So. That's a, that's a good
2: indication that she came back
0: to dance with you. Yeah. I Take it as the the, the proof that you enjoy dancing with me. If if it happened. Yeah. Exactly. I also,
1: take it, also take it as to speak to Santi's sort of skills as a dancer. Yeah. You know, the ability to adapt you know mm. because obviously we're always talking about oh, how do you dance with a follower who's a, like a level or two below you but how do you dance with a follower who like physically uh, it's it, challenging. It's challenging yeah you know it's and how is it a say you adapt you know mm. so that's quite a good example
0: when i ask this question to leaders usually the answer with the funny stories about Lady Styling while they were doing styling, this happened, or while I were flicking their, their hands, yeah, this yeah. has happened. Mm. Did it ever happen to you? Did you have any
2: disaster because of styling, lady styling? Oh, no, I've definitely been punched in the face loads of times. <laughs> uh, Yeah, Yeah, I guess it happens to everyone. Uh, I, I think I've even, like, punched the guy in the face by accident. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, like... Yeah, mistakes happen, and and actually another story that I always tell my students when they're um, like too shy to to try and dance, I say, and this was one of the most inspirational things that's happened to me when uh, in the dance scene, I was in Puerto Rico, and um, was on the social, and I saw like a group of women um, just like surrounding this guy. I was like, okay, he's obviously good, and I and I went, and the guy had one arm, like. He had one arm, like he was dressed nicely and he had one arm. And that inspired me. And I, I literally went to shake, sh- shake his hand um, afterwards. I was like, you've like inspired me. Because if you have one arm and, you're able to, and he was having fun, man. he was having fun and like doing what he could, obviously. But he was like, he was in, and, and guess what? The women were enjoying it as well. Obviously he had one arm. Everyone could see that, everyone could tell. But because he was having fun, they were having fun. Mm. So yeah, I, I try to share this story. One can dance no matter what. And everyone can have a smile
0: and give the smile to or put the smile on someone's face. Right. Exactly.
1: That's what dance is all about. So, Santi, since we are about to run out of time, I want to ask you one last question, which is if you could give a golden tip to our listeners. It can be it can be about anything that we've discussed, leading and following, you know, um, how to improve your social dancing, whatever that you want to leave us with.
2: Um, yeah, my my golden tip for everyone, leaders and followers, is as soon as, as soon as you step on the dance floor, just have fun. Like you've had all your practice in your lessons, you've taken your private, you've taken your boot camps, wherever, That's all fine. As soon as you're in that social and there's people laughing and smiling and there's music playing, just have fun. Amazing,
0: amazing. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. And that's that's the the core of dancing, actually, just having fun
2: yeah and and it's crazy how we forget we forget there's nothing better to see people having fun and and teaching how to dance is just um to make it more comfortable for everyone so we're able to you know actually lead and follow but we are still dancing
1: we are still dancing. so we should still have fun great I think that's everything for our little session um once again santi thank you so much for being on the podcast and thank you for sharing your experience and your knowledge with us
2: i appreciate it, no thank you guys for
0: having me it was a, it was a pleasure thank you and 100 uh, we'll see you on the dance floor and i'm sure a lot of the followers that are listening to our podcast going to dance with you yes exactly yeah. so that's be fun. ready they will that's come fun. your way <laughs> you're more than welcome <laughs> Thank you very much, Santi. Santi, Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this episode of the Latin Dancing Diary podcast. We hope you enjoyed learning more about the art of leading a following in social dancing with our very special guest, Santi Hernandez. Congratulations. You have made it to the end of season one. As you are starting your dancing journey, we hope you will treasure our advice and put it to the test.
1: But don't worry. We will be back soon with more tips, stories, experiences, guests, disasters and unfunny jokes. Help us expand our diary by sending us your own entries, and maybe they will be featured in Season 2. Until then, keep practicing, keep smiling and keep spreading the joy of social dancing wherever you go. And hey, you know what? Let's meet on the dance floor. Adios, amigos.